1: nothing within the regulations of the old testament system opened the way for man to enter the most holy place the place where god dwells now if you've been with us in our study you know that but i'll say it again second from our text jesus christ is the sole mediator of a new covenant by which man can be completely forgiven have his conscience completely cleared regarding his sin regarding his guilt and not only that you can actually enter the most holy place you can fellowship with god and the icing on the cake (laughs) the icing on the cake you get the eternal promised inheritance
0: The law of the Old Testament is interesting in that it has several different rules, regulations, and rituals for addressing sin. Perhaps more notable is the amount of steps that the high priest had to go through in order to even enter the tabernacle in the first place. However, as Pastor Danny will teach you in his message today, out of all of these regulations, not one of them allowed for man to dwell in God's presence. In his study, you'll learn how this is a depiction of Jesus as the only mediator between God and man. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, with today's edition of The Living Word. The sign
1: of the budding and the blossoming and producing almonds, what is that? That's life from death. That's what it is. That's life from a dead stick. Life from death. That's the sign. Aaron's the man and his descendants. Because all this stuff is a parable to teach us. Now, I got bogged down in all this stuff last night, and I went home really depressed. I really did. Nobody's ever coming back to Saturday night service. I'm certain of it. (sighs) The Holy Spirit was showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed. Nothing within the regulations of the Old Testament system opened the way for man to enter the most holy place the place where God dwells. Now, if you've been with us in our study, you know that, but I'll say it again. Second from our text, Jesus Christ is the sole mediator of a new covenant by which man can be completely forgiven, have his conscience completely cleared regarding his sin, regarding his guilt. And not only that, you can actually enter the most holy place. You can fellowship with God. And the icing on the cake, (laughs) the icing on the cake, you get the eternal promised inheritance. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Everything he has, you get Gonna get a new body one day that'll never die, that'll never get old, never have pain, gonna live in a world there's no more death, mourning, crying, or pain. I mean, just amazing. Christ's sacrifice was offered once for all, and therefore will never be repeated, nor any other sacrifice added to it. So I hope you get what's happening here. Jesus offered himself. This is the parable. Jesus offered himself. Because he offered himself, we follow him. And because of his sacrifice for us, we're cleansed. Because we're cleansed, we enter in with Jesus. He's our light, the word of God. They go together, the light and the word, because the word tells us the truth. Are you with me? It's good stuff. He goes, he's our 24-hour-a-day ever living to make intercession for us. And because of his perfect sacrifice and our complete cleansing, we now have access, access. The curtain is torn, top to bottom. We have access into the very holy of holies. That's why one day I'll actually see God on his throne. Wow, cool stuff. I started studying for this stuff on Wednesday because I took a day off on Friday and my wife and I went to Orlando to have a little fun and also visit our son who's in college over there. And so I studied Wednesday hard. And I just was so bogged down and didn't really get anything together from all the stuff I'm talking about now And so my study Wednesday focused on the last two verses of chapter 9. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. And I spent the whole day Wednesday studying for and preparing for the second coming and how close we are to the second coming. Got up Thursday morning, had my devotional time before I came to the office, uh, was going to come to the office. I looked at my notes one more time, and I started to, you know, was getting ready to mark them up because we were leaving Thursday afternoon and be gone Friday. Anyway, long story made short, got up Thursday afternoon after my devotional time and uh, before coming to the office, intending to come to the office, I looked at my notes, and the Spirit of God just seemed to say, that's not what you need to teach this week. Don't talk about the second coming. You need to teach the text. Just teach the text. What a bummer, man! <laughs> what am I going to do now? So I communicate with the office said, guys. I'm I'm not coming to staff meeting. Not coming to the office. I I, I got to get into this thing. I need some hours here. And up till we left Thursday afternoon to go to Orlando, here's where God took me. Both to the text, and I've given you the summary of it. All right, but then He took me back to verse 1. Now, the first covenant had regulations for worship and also an earthly sanctuary. Regulations for worship. And everything I just summarized, that's the parable, that's the message. But here's the deal with the message. That word regulations, I went to Blue Letter Bible and you know, went and saw the Greek word. And the Greek word, you know what it literally means? Regulations for worship? Here's what it means. Established judicial decisions. I don't get it. Established judicial decisions. God made the established judicial decisions to how he is to be worshipped, how he is to be approached. And here's the bottom line. It is Not non-negotiable. non-negotiable. He's a holy God. And this tabernacle, this tabernacle, and the system, the whole system of it, is a parable. And God wants man to know through this how a holy God is to be approached. And it is not negotiable. Let me just prove to you how non negotiable it is. All right? Leviticus chapter 10. Leviticus chapter 10. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu. Stop there just a minute. They're Aaron's sons. Okay, Aaron, they're his sons, so they're from the lineage. Now that they are going to follow in dad's footsteps, and they have the right of the high priesthood. Okay, under the old covenant system. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense. They're going in the tabernacle, and they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. They knew what he said. Here's what you bring and nothing else. This is the prescribed way. This is the prescribed incense, and they violated it. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. And Moses then said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke about when he said, among those who approach me, I will show myself holy in sight of all the people. I will be honored. And he's no respecter of persons. Aaron's son's probably thinking, well, we're Aaron's sons. We may not do it exactly like he prescribed, but this is the way we want to do it. And God said, I'll show you what I think about that. That's why God, when he gave the blueprint for the tabernacle, he said to Moses, you make sure you make it exactly like the blueprint. That's why he was so meticulous about Aaron being the guy, Aaron's descendants, but they had to do it like God said. Or even they would suffer the consequences of their foolish actions. Numbers chapter 16. I mentioned that a few minutes ago. Numbers chapter 16, these Levites, Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, and all these other leaders that had followed them in their rebellion, they come to Moses and Aaron. They say, you're putting yourself above the Lord. We're just as holy as you are. And Moses said to them, hey, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work of the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? It's against the Lord that you and your followers have banded together. He says, you and all your fellow Levites, now you're trying to get the priesthood. In other words, you're trying to get what is rightfully Aaron's. And that's when God says, okay, Put fire in your censers, and when they do, all the people that followed them, God opened up the earth, and they fell into the heart of the earth, and then God sent fire. Listen, verse 35, and fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. Whoa, the end of verse 40, this was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he would become like Korah and his followers. God's not playing around. He said, this is not negotiable. You don't do it like I prescribed. You don't approach me the way I laid it out. Then I'm a holy God, and you will suffer the consequences. Whoa. Whoa. And that's why in chapter 17, Aaron's staff budded. And it was the purpose of that budding and blossoming to show, show, hey, he's the guy. Make sure you don't send anybody else but him and his followers.
0: Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and jump into the conversations there. You'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website, Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services. So if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews. And be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.